What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Your Daily Double Dose, a podcast where we explore interpersonal communications from the perspective of twin males. We've got some exciting stuff in store for you today, so stick around and stay tuned. Our topic today is verbal communication or verbal messages. And study.com says verbal messages consist of using words and sounds to communicate with another person. Now this is super interesting within the realms of twins, especially Ethan and I, twin males. So what we do with verbal communication, obviously we talk, but since we are so close, sometimes we don't even have to use words. And that's a part of verbal communication we don't have to use. We have certain whistles for each other, like there's a that kind of just like alerts them to look up real quick and get your attention so that we can, you know, make eye contact or like have a little eyebrow signals. There's a, which is like, yo, come here real quick. Um, so that's some of our secret code that we've been doing since we were six or seven years old. Um, what's kind of cool is we could be in the middle of a crowd, in the middle of a busy, busy shopping center or whatever. And if one of us whistles, automatically our ears will pick it up. So like, if, if I'm looking at Ethan across the crowd and I whistle, I'll see his head snap up and then he's just doing a panorama trying to find me. And then once he finds me, you know, he makes a beeline and we talk about whatever happened or we make a quick plan. But that's pretty cool. Um, that's one of those verbal messages or that verbal communication that we use, but it's not using words. It's using sounds. Um, so that's, that's just a really interesting way that we as twins can communicate it's super special other people have tried to like do the whistles and stuff and it's just not the same um but there is a downside to it so like now every time i hear a whistle it could be a bird it could be any other person but i'm like looking around trying to see if he's trying to get my attention even if i'm alone and it's like midnight or early in the morning and he's not around but yeah so we use verbal messages uh just like whistling In his book, The Interpersonal Communication Book, Joseph DeVito talks about the principles of verbal messages, specifically that meanings are denotative and connotative. And his definitions of such are, the denotation of a word is is its objective definition, the connotation is its subjective or emotional meaning. So, for instance, many times before, Ethan and I have heard that a set of twins died during childbirth or they were stillborn and for us I feel like it's a lot more of a heartbreak than for those who haven't had a twin so for them it's just the denotation like oh well that's too bad like like twins died and for us it's like man they missed out on a lifetime of friendship they missed out on being able to play all these pranks have all these fun being able to trick people like that's sad there was this guy we knew uh, growing up. His name was Seth, and uh, we were hanging out one time, and he just bombed on us. He was like, yeah, I actually had a twin in the womb, but I was the only one that was born alive. And that just took me, like, I was taken aback. That just kind of hurt because, I mean, he said it so denotatively, just, like, stated the facts, whereas... For me and Ethan, it was just so heartbreaking. Um, I mean, he could have had a built-in best friend 
for the rest of his life, but it just didn't happen. So he was just, just like everybody else, I guess, solo. But whereas we always run in a pack, there's always two of us. It's pretty sweet. Um, so that's the kind of an example of denotative and connotative meanings uh, that Joseph DeVito talks about. And now the final principle of verbal messages that I'm going to be talking about today is politeness, specifically politeness online. Now I find I found a really humorous article that's talking about uh, using emojis to show your mood. It's called "Make Online Messaging Personal by Embracing the Nonverbal." It's published by Intercom.com, and they say that. They adapt text for nonverbal cues. They add emojis and emotion to clarify meaning. But that can be a little inappropriate depending on who you're talking to. And it all falls under the category of politeness online. And Joseph DeVito says the internet has very specific rules for politeness. Now, Ethan and I, I just want to talk about our time on TikTok what we've experienced with Instagram and Snapchat, just our online experience and how our our politeness has really, really uh, been affected. We've had to change it. But I think I first got Instagram when I was 14, maybe. And I remember there was one picture I posted on there that people were commenting about, like, um, probably shouldn't have posted that. Uh, so that was awkward, and that was not very polite. Um, it was polite of them to call me out on it, but it wasn't polite of me to put it up there. Uh, and then fast forward four years to where we were getting on TikTok, we were singing, uh, trying to sing like some hymns, sing some Christian contemporary music, just spread the gospel on TikTok. Um, but we started getting hate, and at one point Ethan was wearing a Trump shirt, and so the comments were just going crazy, like, oh, you support Trump? Well, I was going to like and follow, but I'm not going to anymore. And politely, I had to be like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's an opinion that you can have. I, didn't, I couldn't be like, you're an idiot. Don't, I don't want you to follow me. You know what? Just get out of here. You might as well delete TikTok. No, I, I couldn't say that, unfortunately. Um, you know, they are human beings created in the image of God. But I had to politely respond to that like well I don't even remember what I said but I know it was tactful because loose lips sink ships is what my dad kind of ingrained in us and once something is out there online it's always going to be out there whether it's you know in particles up in space or if it's concrete when someone screenshots it so you just have to be careful when you're being online you have to be polite and then with Instagram more recently uh, I know Ethan's got a history of uh, posting really funny stuff on his story. Um, just kind of joking, he'll sometimes make jokes about uh, about funny girls who take pictures in front of pretty trees, and he he kind of mocks them a little bit, and or like dances like they do sometimes awkwardly. It's just it's all in good fun, and sure that can be impolite in the extreme, but I think. If you have a good sense of humor, everybody's just going to have a laugh. And usually the comments he gets when people slide up on his stories, he's like, this is so funny. This is literally me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. Um, 
But yeah, it's just really important to be polite online. A lot of people can see that. I'm sure you've heard or seen how much Twitter has been used and how much hate gets spread on there. I just kind of, I just stay off of that period. Um, I don't need that in my life because a lot of times for me, it gets too overwhelming to see so much hate and so much wrong. Like when people use logic wrong on Twitter, I just want to just get in there and say my opinions. So I just stay away from it uh, in order to just that's that's just one last thing as Forrest Gump says you know I'm just not too worried about it now but that is an example of verbal messages uh, specifically politeness online may have been a bit of a rant hopefully you still followed but it's very important to be polite online Well, thanks for joining this week's episode of your Daily Double Dose, where we talked about verbal messages. Make sure to tune in next week, where we talk about, oh, well, okay, non-verbal messages. What? And that'll be an interesting segment. So make sure you stick around next week and come back and give me a listen. Have a great day.